Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner Wade Chessman, president and wealth advisor at Chessman Wealth Management. Well, glad to have you back on the Money Night Podcast alongside Wade Chessman, President and Wealth Advisor over at Chessman Wealth Strategies. I am Ben George. We're finishing up a conversation we started on our last podcast. We were making Wade pick sides on some of the important financial debates. So just to give you a little background, we, we talked about paying off your house, bonds, life insurance, and advisors on our first episode. So make sure you go back and listen to it. You don't have to hear that one to catch up to this one, but it's a good one to, to listen to after you get done with this episode, if you haven't heard it already. But today we'll cover some things like annuities, taxes, mutual funds, and social security. So it should be a good episode. Wade, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. Doing great, Ben. Very good. Excited about this topic, part two. There's lots of interesting things to talk about. Yeah, I love getting your opinion on these uh, important financial debates. We'll jump right into it. Um, start off with annuities. Um, annuities are very polarizing, as we know. I think we've <laughs> probably talked about them on the show from time to time. But uh, where do you stand on annuities are a ripoff? Well, you know, it's one of those statements that, like we talked about last episode, that's kind of said with finality. So I would say, no, I don't think in general, all the time, annuities rip off. I think they're just sometimes a misunderstood product, misused product. Annuities can have a place in a diversified portfolio, diversified financial plan. I mean, tip, when you think of a true annuity, an annuity is an income stream of payments that can be paid over certain amount of time, whether it's your lifetime. And then there's a diff, there's other kinds of annuities, fixed annuities, this fixed index annuities, variable annuities. I mean, they can be a part of the plan. I think what the reason they're so polarizing is because sometimes they're offered in such a way that people don't really understand. They've got you know, certain bells and whistles that are a little sometimes confusing. So no, I don't think they're necessarily in and of themselves a ripoff. They're not my what happens sometimes is if you only have a hammer in your toolbox, that's what you're going to use all the time. And there are some advisors out there that's the only tool in their toolbox. So they seem to want to put everybody's, you know, fit everyone's situation into an annuity box. And I just don't think that works. But they, they're not necessarily in and of themselves a ripoff. They just think, I think they just need to be used properly. And that we can help you evaluate that and make sure, you know, they're being used in the way that best suits your situation. That's like a lot of things we talk about, right? They they might be great for you. They might not. They might be great for somebody else and not work at all for you. So it just depends on your situation. Again, right. why you work with an advisor to get that sorted out. All right. Uh, taxes. Um, I know people a lot of, make a lot of investment decisions based on taxes, but um, you'll be low in a lower tax bracket in retirement. So it's best to defer taxes now and pay them later. That's a financial debate. Where are you on that one? Well, we've done a lot of podcasts on this one because I love this topic. It's not always necessarily true that you'll be in a lower tax bracket because a lot of us have money that we've been deferring through IRAs, 401ks, 403bs. The key word is deferment, not avoidance. So at some point, the tax man will come and he'll want his money. And if we wait long enough, he'll make us start taking it out. And if we don't take it out, we get hit with huge penalties. So what I find is that with the proliferation, can I say that? Proliferation. Proliferation, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, okay, that's good. I can talk. Uh, 401ks, what we call defined contribution plans, not pensions, but plans that we're putting money in. What we find is a lot of people 
come in with these huge IRA 401k balances and there's there's a tax time bomb or a tax is going to happen at some point. So it's not always true that they're going to be in a lower bracket. Some people may be even a higher bracket and that assumes current brackets. You know, a lot of, I don't know about you, but a lot of people think that taxes have nowhere to go but up and they will go up in 2025 if, if nothing changes just by design. So I wouldn't say that's always true. This is an area where you can add a lot of value is looking at your potential future tax liabilities. And there may be some opportunity to do some planning now to avoid some of that in the future. So definitely worth looking at. Yeah, you definitely want to be doing your tax planning with your advisor as you're making decisions along the way. Um, it's always important to do. So that's a good discussion and one. Again, you can go back on some of our podcasts we've done before and uh, and catch up on some tax conversation there as well. All right, mutual funds. How about it's better to buy mutual funds or ETFs instead of owning individual stocks? I wouldn't say it's better to buy mutual funds or ETFs instead of individual stocks. We don't use a lot of mutual funds here at Chessman Wealth. We tend to find for clients that work with us that mutual funds aren't necessarily always the lowest cost option. They can't. They sometimes aren't the most tax efficient option. So we tend to gravitate more toward ETFs and individual stocks. So I'd say it's not always better to buy mutual funds. I mean, there's there's a place for those, and there's kind of like annuities. There's nothing wrong with them in and of themselves, but there sometimes could be better vehicles for, especially for folks that have higher net worths. We found mutual funds aren't necessarily always the best option. So it's not that they're you should it's better to buy mutual funds or ETFs all the time, but I do think there's some I'd say there's some advantages to ETFs and individual stocks over mutual funds in a lot of cases. But we can and again we can delve into that case by case and look and see what makes the most sense. Yeah, we talked about bonds versus bond funds too on our last episode too, so make sure you, you check that one out. All right, I got one more for you and we'll close out the debate. Um, you should start your social security as early as possible to ensure that you get your money out of the system. What do you think? Well, I don't necessarily agree with that one. There may be a case where it makes sense for you to start taking it as early as possible. You know, if you have a health issue that you think that you're not going to live to your full life expectancy, maybe you have no other sources of income. But for most people, it makes sense, at least financially, based on the current situation. Now, I will make go back. Social Security has its share of problems. I mean, it's, it is, has Ponzi-like scheme attributes in the sense that it's reliant on people paying in today to fund the benefits of people receiving the benefit. And there's a lot less people paying in than there used to be. So there's, and we've been spending way more money than we have for a long time in this country. So there's some issues there. But in general, I would say I haven't found it when you look at the numbers, I haven't found it too many cases where it makes sense to take Social Security as early as possible because the discount you take on that is so high. You know, we're living longer, so you end up getting less and less money over time. You know, the break even typically isn't that high, 70s, 80s maybe. Um, so I would say the answer is should you start taking your Social Security as early as possible? Maybe, but for most people, no. Okay. Yeah, that's a great. That's definitely a discussion you should have with your advisor to see where. Yeah, uh, you run stand. the numbers. Yeah, run the numbers on that. Look at it. Again, sometimes it's not just based on numbers. Maybe there's other factors that come in, as I mentioned earlier, health, things like that. Mm -hmm. But from a pure number standpoint, I, I don't find too often where it makes sense to take Social Security as early as possible. Okay. 
Well, great to know. Um, again, if you have questions, you want to discuss any of this stuff with someone, Wade is a certified financial planner and certified kingdom advisor at Chessman Wealth. So make sure you reach out to him and his team, ChessmanWealth.com. That's the website. You can get in touch with them there. You can also listen to all of our podcasts there as well, plus a ton of other great resources uh, that you can access to answer a lot of your questions when it comes to financial planning. But if you want to call them directly, you can also do that at 214-572-2120. Now it's time for this week's Kingdom Minute, a biblical perspective on money and finances. All right. So our Kingdom Minute for this episode is kind of going piggybacking on what I talked about last time. I, I talked about the fact that, hey, number one, are we rich? And the fact that uh, you may not feel like it, because we tend to look at people a whole lot richer than us as our guide. We don't tend to look people that maybe aren't as well off. And so we make these upward comparisons. And then I said, well, the, given the fact that almost everybody listening to this truly is wealthy, especially in the context of the world, what are some of the dangers of wealth, right? And we talked about one of them, hey, there's a danger of not finishing well as we build wealth over time. Another one uh, is that wealth tends to create pride, right? You, and you've seen that before, Super, maybe super wealthy people or um, celebrity-type people that sometimes treat those that are serving them kind of air of impatience or haughtiness and things like that. And so it kind of goes back to what we've talked about in the, uh, in the past Kingdom, episode, Kingdom Minute episodes is that we just have to remember that all of this, anything we do have, the success, the skills, the power to create resources, we can't take pride in all that. That's God-given. And it says, for example, in Ezekiel, he says, By your great wisdom, by your trade, you've increased your riches, and your heart is lifted up because of your riches. So you're, you know, you're thinking, oh, I'm so great. He says, instruct those who are rich in this present world not to be conceited. And he says, let not let a rich man boast of his riches, but let him who boasts boast of this, that he understands and knows me. So it can sometimes, when we are too prideful, and again, it's interesting, and I want to point out, all these things I'm talking about, you know, obviously apply to me probably more so than anyone else. So you've heard the old saying when you got, when you're pointing out things to people, you got three fingers pointing back to you. I mean, it's obviously the same thing. It's, we all struggle with these types of things, but sometimes pride can render us, you know, spiritually where we have less fruit in our lives because, hey, we think we're so great. We have it all together. So God actually says, hey, I don't, I don't, I'm not in for the people that consider themselves to be proud. I'm into humility. And I, the key is to remember the one that gave it all is God. And it's not really, we didn't have a whole lot to do with it. Obviously, we had to do our part, but the skills, the wealth, everything came from him. So if we're not careful and forget that, then we can become prideful and that can lead sometimes to our downfall. So we'll get into some more positive things of wealth in the future, but there is a lot to be said about just understanding the dangers. So that's what I wanted to focus on today. 
Yeah, it's important to see both sides, right? See yeah, both sides. I think of so. It. So that's a, that's a great uh, a great keen minute for this episode. So we do appreciate that. If you have any feedback for us on the show, let us know. You can always log on chessmanwealth.com. Also, please subscribe to the show if you haven't done that yet. We have a couple of new shows every single month, so we do appreciate you listening to this episode of the Money Night Podcast. Wade, as always, thanks for your time. Uh, look forward to catching up with you here soon. Thanks, Ben. Thank you for listening. For Wade Chessman, President and Wealth Advisor over at Chessman Wealth Strategies, I'm Ben George. Talk to you next time on the Money Night Podcast. The opinions voiced in Money Night with Wade Chessman are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Monday night are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor.